Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Heart Factor. It is Friday, September 20th. It is Florida Man Friday. Once again, hope you guys are ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Yeah, me too. Uh, But before we get going, I just wanted to say real quick that we're thinking about all the people in Southeast Texas who are being flooded right now. Hopefully uh, the recovery is quick and the floods don't come again for a long time. So our thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, But after... That's yeah. the same area that got hit with, with Maria, I think it was. Or well, it's, it's, been, it's been tons of hurricanes. Yeah, tons of hurricanes yeah, recently. Harvey. Last couple of years, uh, mo- lots of flooding. Um, so just, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with them. But uh, after that, we're going to move right into the news buffet of all Florida Man headlines. And uh, I'll get us kicked off with the first one. Um, one second here. All right. A new documentary is coming out on October 4th about Wrinkles the Clown. And uh, yep. so you're saying that you're saying like, like we should know who Wrinkles the Clown is. Well, for those who don't know, Wrinkles was a viral Internet video sensation from 2015. And he's basically an urban legend, evil looking clown who will show up and scare people on demand in southwest Florida. So you like you, yeah. you call Wrinkles. There's like stickers of him on trash cans and shit. And you call him up and he'll scare your kids for you. Um, the most yeah. famous video. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it, Mark? I saw the trailer. He's Last got his own week. trailer. Oh, oh yeah, for the, for, the doc. for the documentary. For the okay. documentary. Yeah, no, I did, I wouldn't go near his physical trailer. No, no, no. You, <laughs> yeah, you. The guy's the guy is uh, mysterious. Nobody knows who he is. Um, the most famous video of it is of him emerging from below a little girl's trundle bed, like he was in the slide away bed in the bottom, and he like creeped himself off, like out, out, and then like w- like came out, like next to the sleeping little girl, and it was captured well, on nanny cam. It was, but like, to his defense. Very creepy. I mean, that's a clown's natural habitat for sleeping is, is under the bed in a trundle bed. <laughs> right. <tucked> under. <laughs> I mean, point. just yeah. saying. And also to his defense, like someone in that household called him and asked him to scare their right. daughter. Right. Or that could have been just like a trailer he was doing for his business. It's hard to tell. I mean, yeah. people are saying it's <laughs> fake. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. But I mean, this guy, uh, this documentary is coming out. It follows whoever this, this guy is who developed the wrinkles character and the business in Naples, Florida. And then, well, well, that that's a really good point because you, what you put in a trailer uh, or some sort of promotional video is a service that you offer, right? And this guy's implying, yeah, that no, a service like that he the offers. Depiction of it, yeah, it's terrifying. He'll yeah. roll out the trundle bed. Yeah, it's it's a lot of him in people's backyards, right? And then in the house. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like there's the the do, uh, the trailer for the documentary. Just uh, Google "Wrinkles the Crown the Clown" on YouTube. It's like an awesome trailer. Uh, but anyways. 
Uh, this dude, like I said, he developed a business in Naples, and then he would terrorize the area communities uh, just for whenever somebody would call him. His number is 407-734-0254, and apparently you can still leave him a voicemail, and there's some guy, the guy, he's still there, like, monitoring the voicemail box, but he just doesn't, uh, you know, yeah. there's too many voicemails for him to terrorize. If you absolutely hate someone, you can just call <laughs> wrinkles on them. It's yeah. like swatting you. Instead, instead of the cops with machine guns, you send wrinkles on people. It, yeah, except the only difference is you have to pay for wrinkles. And what do you have to pay for wrinkles? I don't think it's that much. No, it's like 30 bucks. <laughs> 30 it's bucks, McDonald's. I think. Yeah. You, you yeah. pay him in McDonald's or Sizzler. Right. He's there. You have to laugh. You have to laugh at it. Exactly. But Wrinkles the, cl- the, wrinkles the Clown, fixture of Southwest Florida, documentary coming out October 4th. Don't miss it. I love it. All right, guys. So Florida's new Surgeon General might not have known what he was getting into when he signed on for the job, specifically because he didn't know about the state's raging hepatitis A problem. Uh, yeah. Dr. Scott Rifkes uh, addressed lawmakers for the first time on Tuesday about just how bad the Florida Hep A outbreak is. Oh. This after the disease was officially declared a health emergency back in August. Uh, there may have been more than 3,000 cases in the, in the state since 2018 and at least 40 related deaths. And Dr. Rick Keys, I think it's Riff Keys, Riff Keys. <laughs> Dr. Rick Keys. Dr. Rick Keys. Riff Rick Keys. <laughs> he stated that there's no end in sight for Hep A until at least 80% of the high-risk population is vaccinated, which Jeez. equates to about 392,000 Floridians. I mean... Don't most Floridians have Hep A through D? Yeah, they got the Hep Alphabet. A through well, G. I mean, well, the, you should the, be the, immune the, if you grew up in Florida. I feel like that's it's very all, true. All the and, Heps. And to that point, guys, after reading this story, I I still wasn't sure why the Hep A problem was so bad in Florida compared to other states. But then I learned that Hepatitis A is most commonly spread through feces and is associated with poor hygiene. So it made a lot more sense to me. Um, that's why. Guys are pulling machetes on people, not flushing toilets in the public bathrooms. That's a good they point. Know about the Hep A problem. Trying to clean up that Hep A. That was yeah. full circle, Mark. You just blew my mind first, full circle. All right, guys. Uh, oh, that guy's anyway. a defender of the public health. True. Yeah. Make, make sure to flush it. Uh, let's take a, a quick uh, trip over to Predict It Corner real quick because we oh. got a new interesting Predict It gambling market to bring to your attention, and it's who will win the 2020 Massachusetts Democratic uh, Senate primary. Uh-oh. So we got Rep. Joe Kennedy the third, uh, a member of one of America's greatest political dynasties. I can't really think of any other political dynasty other than his name is uh, his name is. Really hold on, out. let's just restate Bushes. that. His yeah, name right. is Joe Kennedy the third. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got like red hair. He's young. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Gonna, uh, lockdown. Who, who's the loser? Lockdown. Who's the loser's name yeah. you're about to announce? Well, let me get into it. So JK three <laughs> is expected to challenge Ed Markey for his Massachusetts Senate seat. Uh, Kennedy hasn't even made a formal announcement yet, but everyone pretty much knows it's on. Uh, it's it's expected that he's going to make its announcement on Saturday, according to the Boston Globe. So Markey. Uh, his 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 dead ass bitch contender uh, served in the Senate since 2013 and has been in Congress since 1976 uh, is double the age of oh, the young yeah. Kennedy. Yeah, he's ripe, ripe to be taken out by a Kennedy. And Joe's sitting there saying, is my birthright. Give it to me. I mean, it was nice of him to wait till 38. 
That's true. See you later, Marky. So a public poll conducted just over <laughs> Labor, Labor Day found that Kennedy's 14 percentage points ahead of Markey in a head-to-head matchup and a different poll had him at 9 percentage points ahead of Markey, which is a so tough absolute bloodbaths. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a tough blow for old man Markey over here. Some key Democrats like Senate, Senate uh, Democrat leader Chuck Schumer of New York wants Kennedy to drop out of the race because he's old and Markey's old and they're probably buds. Uh, but right now the market's like this. Kennedy's at 70 cents to win. Markey's at 48 cents. So the market's still young. You can still get in. Uh, there's no uh, the no bet on Markey's at 69 cents, which is looking pretty good uh, as it earns you an extra cent per share than buying the yes on Kennedy. And let's face it, Kennedy isn't going to go. He's not going to lose in Massachusetts, there not Massachusetts. No one Markey should be at uh, infinity cents. That's true. Uh, <laughs> some other markets you can get it into are uh, which party will control the Senate after the 2020 election? Will Beto O'Rourke uh, file to run for uh, Senate by December 9th? Anyway, to get in on the fun and the action, uh, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 and deposit at least 20 bucks. And guess what? We'll match your first 20. Mm. Uh, so bet on the news with us. Do it. Awesome. It's fun. A Florida man who authorities know by Alex... Climbed a 400-foot radio tower this week. He was referred to as Alex because of an item he left in the backpack that he left on the scene. Wait, Wait what? He had, didn't like a give name a name? Tag? Like, inside the backpack, it probably said, like, I am Alex. I don't know. His yeah, mom wrote Alex. Yeah, <laughs> right, like a, a lunchbox with Alex. Yeah, on if the, you know. find this at the top of a radio tower, please return to Alex. It's widely speculated he has mental health, so maybe it was like a bracelet that's oh, Alex. Oh, no yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Alex was first spotted by uh, the radio station traffic reporter who saw a man wearing baggy gym clothes climb over a barbed wire fence before making a climb up the station's transmission Holy tower, shit. which is just a fucking transmission tower. So he stayed perched on the top of the tower, 400 feet up for eight hours. How big is the top of this tower? It's That's huge. Over you've seen 400. Them. Yeah, you've seen no, those radio like, towers. I'm talking about like oh, what's the surface gets, area. It gets pretty narrow. It's like a point at the end. Yeah, it's small. So is he just, he's like a pole sitter. Yeah, basically. No, nah, so, he's like, there's some stairs and shit, I'm sure. Well, like, he, Yeah, he got a, to like the... Yeah, exactly. He got to like the top of the wide part, but then firefighters came and tried to like climb up and encourage him to come down. And then he started climbing up to like the pointy part. And they were, like, <laughs> they were like, oh, so they came back down. Like, they came back down. They're like, never mind, never mind. You're spooking him. You're spooking him. Lay off. <laughs> they, uh, they also brought out a megaphone and tried to speak to Alex in both English and Spanish, but no language was going to get through to Alex on that day. So he didn't, didn't listen to him. And after about eight hours, he decided to, on his own, descend back down the tower uh, it took him four hours. That's to awesome. Back. So that guy was just like having a fun day. He just wanted to go up there. Yeah, exactly. Like he was, it wasn't he like a suicide threat. He was just having fun. You, you never know. But yeah, it was definitely some know. form of a suicide threat. Will uh, we got to get a different public service agency other than the fire department? Something in between the fire department and the police and the medics, because like the fire department ends up having to do all this non-fire related shit. Oh, all sorts of shit. Cats in a tree. Alex is in a tree. Well, because they have the trucks, they can go high. They can get the truck the ladder. It's high. not their That's responsibility. True. Well, I mean, they got to help their public servants. So uh, taking it over to police, other public servants in Miami Gardens, Florida. They reported that thieves made up, made off with about 80,000 in merchandise from a wig warehouse earlier this week. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that I must know. be that must have been all the wigs. Right. You would think. But no, uh, the owner of prime trading hair and wigs told detectives that he got the alarm overnight on Tuesday that the warehouse had been broken into. And he also said that some of the products are worth up to eight hundred dollars a piece. Which, how can a fucking wig be $800? Real human hair. Well, that's why. Because there's real human hair. It better be real fucking gold if it's going to be This makes me want to go get um, Rogaine yesterday. Right. Just grow it out. business? 
on your dome? Yeah. No, can just you make for myself? Can you make money off of back hair? Because if you could, I would be a fucking billionaire. <laughs> That's true. And yeah. I, you know what? I would stake you. I would. I would take care of all your vitamin E pills. I'd make sure that you drink your milk. I would grow it out so long. Just, I would harvest it for you, Will. Who oh, wants, who wants to partners? buy this knuckle hair? I got a, I got a lot of knuckle hair. <laughs> Anyways, somehow these fucking things were 800 apiece. Um, also, clearly an inside job because the thieves appeared to know exactly what they were doing when they were in the warehouse. They were not there for more than five minutes, and they backed the truck up exactly where they needed to go to get all these $800 wigs out from. Yeah, also, they got the nicest wigs. Yeah, also nobody's been caught, uh, you know, from what I can tell, and insurance has covered all the charges, so. Well, they, they stole disguises, so I don't know how you're going to catch them. So if no one's quit <laughs> Good point. or been fired recently, it was like the owner. Right, maybe check back with the owner on that. Yeah, one. the owner who seriously regretted getting in the wig business. Yeah, who was bragging about how expensive <laughs> the stuff was that was stolen. His yeah. only way out was the insurance payout. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe check back in with him. Anyways, enough about wigs. You know who doesn't need a wig? Anybody wearing an MVMT watch, Everscroll glasses, or MVMT sunglasses. No matter how thin your hair is like mine, or maybe you have a bald, misshapen, ugly head. It doesn't matter. Because if you're accessorizing with MVMT, that's all anyone is going to be looking at when they're talking to you. These watches which are sold directly to you to avoid the retail markup you'd find with other brands, start at just 95 bucks and are the absolute best value you can find at that price, period. They look so good. I wear the watches every day and can't wait until my new pair of sunglasses arrive next week. I'll probably wear those every day, too. And so right now, you can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns on everything in the store by going to MVMT.com factor. See why MVMT keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to MVMT.com slash factor. Join the movement. Join Hell the yeah. movement, baby. Also, shout out to the Ever Scrolls, which like remove some blue light to help your eyes, but also just make you look 50 IQ points smarter. That's true. Instant. They make you look very smart. Wes, when you, without the Ever Scrolls, Wes appears to be just some regular dumb schlub. He puts the Ever Scrolls on. Wes goes like... Yeah, yeah. West goes like from the opposite side of the table on the uh, like dinner for dunces or whatever. Right. Without the Ever Scrolls, he's like the idiot they bring in as a joke. With the Ever Scrolls, he's bringing in idiots into the. Dinner. I've never seen one, a bigger transformation. I'll go one step further. When West puts on the Ever Scrolls, it's you, it's like you're watching evolution happen. You know, he's like right. you, you. You see him just skip a link. He goes you know from I mean? the left side of the chart to the right side of the chart. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah, totally. Anyway, guys, in a sad but fitting story. A 43-year-old Florida man who lived his life as the character Captain Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean films was found dead on Monday, floating in a bay along Florida's Gulf Coast. That's got to be the worst pirate I've ever seen. Wow. The man. I mean, but if he was going to go, like, that's the way that guy wanted to go. Truth. Yeah. Absolutely truth. I guess uh, rum doesn't sink you. Rum <laughs> helps you float. So the man whose society name was Joshua Hensley uh, was known as Captain Jack and was a mainstay on Florida's Citrus County or in Florida Citrus County, as well as on the Crystal River Pirate Festival and the Raft Race. Wait, Crystal so, River is inside Citrus County, Florida? Yeah, 100. Oh, man, that just like sounds like the place I need to be. Yeah, we were yeah, kind of sound pretty nice. I'll, I'll let you guys in on a little inside baseball last night. Uh, we were late night texting the chain, and everyone was talking about how actually sweet it would be to live in Florida. Oh, yeah. Of no, course. We love Florida. I think about how sweet it would be to live in Crystal River in Citrus County, like uh, now, uh, at least five times a day. 
Well, maybe, maybe maybe next week after they they get Captain Jack out of the bay. We would have been partying with Captain Jack. Some of these guys, like the masturbatory construction worker, not so much. Captain <laughs> Jack, we would have been partying with. Right. Yeah, Captain, so Jack, Captain Jack, Jack, guys, he was last seen on Saturday embarking on a treacherous stand-up paddleboard voyage to nearby Shell Island, an activity he loved second only to dressing like a Disney character. Uh, there were a high wind that eve, and the seas, they were angry. Park rangers became concerned when they noticed Captain Jack's land ship had been parked in the Hunter Springs parking lot overnight, and a man overboard call was put out on the radio. Uh, and at the time of his death, Captain Jack was working on developing a line of custom-made pirate ship stand-up paddleboards uh, and a very f- a few unique rafts for local events. Um, Captain Jack was beloved in the community and will be missed deeply, but we can t- take solace in the fact that he died the way any pirate worth his silver should navigating the high seas. Yeah. R.I.P. Captain Jack. R.I.P. Probably yeah. brought a lot of smiles in Citrus County. Yes. If you're going to go out Crystal pirate, Palace, whatever. You want to go out in a watery grave. Yeah. Cheers, cheers to Captain Jack. We'll take a drink yeah. on that. All right. After that drink for Captain Jack, let's talk about the South Florida Water Management District who are looking for an additional 50 python removal agents. Mm. Uh, The reason they're looking for 50 more people is because 50 python removal agents have been swallowed alive this year. By pythons. <laughs> That's not fucking true. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but seriously, because there's so many fucking pythons are in the yeah. Everglades. They're <laughs> constantly calling for new python hunters. Uh, this program pays trained python contractors an hourly wage and a bounty based on the size of snakes to find and remove Burmese pythons from the Everglades. So they like dare you to find the biggest ones. That's awesome. This is so fucked up that a job has to be created because assholes went to pet stores, bought pythons, and then yep. released them in the Florida Everglades. Exactly right. Yeah. It's creating a bedroom industry, a cottage industry. It's ridiculous. Hey, I yeah, mean, that's capitalism, man. Psychopaths. Yeah. Make uh, a problem, fix it with money. program <laughs> started uh, in March of 2017 and has removed about 2,500 snakes so far. Burmese pythons are a, ser- a severe threat to Florida's NATO ecosystems because they prey heavily on wildlife like rabbits and birds and also are c- compete with predators that now aren't able to hunt a lot of those rabbits and birds like bobcats and Florida panthers. So people who are yeah, interested in pythons. taking part... I yeah. always thought that Florida Panthers was a just a, a fantasy thing. There's really Panthers in No, Florida. they had of big course. cats in Florida for sure. Of course. Uh, Florida's a big state. Yeah, I know. People who are interested in taking part must be at least 18 years old, must not have a recent, recent criminal record, uh, and have proper identification. I would probably reverse the recent criminal record qualification to having only violent felons do this job. Right, that's where they're going May- wrong there. Yeah, maybe yep. instead of going to jail, you could have them yep. remove pythons. Also, you'd have a lot of guys named Snake out there, and yeah. uh, they'd be able to like kind of relate, think like the snakes. Find I, what I are agree. they paying? Like what? What? What, what kind of? Uh, there's a lot of people not going to college today because it's too expensive. I was eight. If I was eighteen, you better believe I'd consider Python going Hunter, dude. This yeah, is the bro. best job. I'm like thinking about it now. I mean, it's we like, had the dream job with Heart Factor, but Python right, Hunter. But, it's uh. Can you, can hang you on. I also, we have to also have to shout out uh, a listener, Jen was at a strip club recently with a friend who has a face tattoo and they got discriminated on because of the face tattoo. I think that this is the perfect job for people with face tattoos or neck oh, tattoos. Oh, yeah, Python Hunter. You, you don't natural, discriminate against those people. Natural also, career path. 
Do you yeah. know? Do you know about the uh, the motorcycle helmet effect? Like when you you walk into a bar with a motorcycle helmet, people know you're mean business. Like or it, you're going to shoot the place get, up with machine gun. No, I mean it just gets you laid. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, imagine walking into a bar with a uh, a fresh pelt of pythons that you just oh, fresh python yeah, skin wrapped around your oh biceps. My God, six of them. Yeah, you haven't had time to harvest. You're stopping off uh, for, for a pint on the way home before you turn in your bounty. People are just so turned on. They're breaking their glasses in their hands. Like, uh, anyways, if you're insane, sign up for that program. Yeah, that would be, that's awesome. All right, a bit of national headline news mixed in with Florida here. As a 31-year-old Florida man, Daniel McMahon, is facing federal charges for willful interference with a candidate in Virginia after cyberbullying a black man named Don Gathers uh, who was running for city council in Charlottesville, Virginia. So okay. uh, it's a bit of a mouthful there. Um, right. Da- so McMahon, what, McMahon was in Florida. McMahon is a was- Floridian. Yes. And he was cyberbullying Don Gathers, who was running for city council in Charlottesville, I guess, because Dan McMahon has a hard on for protecting his beloved home of the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh. So he was... Uh, doing the cyberbullying from the comfort of his racially charged laptop fingers in Florida. Um, and then it drove him to threaten and intimidate this black candidate from afar. Uh, but he's an idiot, though, because he can pretty much say any hate speech he wants. and It's all protected by the First Amendment, except for when you uh, threaten bodily harm and then you get a federal charge for it. Uh, so there you go. So yeah. you shouldn't be racially cyberbullying anyone anywhere, but... Yes. Especially not candidates. Charlottesville's like hypersensitive this right now. Like, what an idiot. I also think if you're going to hate, hate in close proximity, you know, don't hate from far away. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely a little bit more cowardly if you ask me. Um, Anyways, uh, he may have actually uh, gotten what he wanted because Don Gathers is no longer running. Holy shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So this is a sad story. So it's totally sad. The guy, the, the bully is, is now federal charged. He's only 31 years old, so that's going to fuck his life up. And then the guy that he was bullying uh, did indeed drop. He said it was because of health concerns, but, you know. Was that your last story of the night? That, I'm ending it on a downer. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Well, I'm going to pick it up for you guys. Should have put that one up front. I know you guys have some good ones yeah. to, to close us out. <laughs> All right, so. good. Yeah. This, is, uh, this, one, this next one really, uh, it'll, it, it's a think piece. So 42-year-old Jason Brian Goff, who is a janitor at Clay High School in Green Cove Springs, Florida, mm. has been unjustly charged by the police with hiding a camera in the girls' locker room. And to be clear, guys, I'm not saying that the charges are unjust because he didn't do it. He more than likely did it. And I'm not saying that the charges are unjust because filming teenagers without their knowledge at your place of business shouldn't be illegal. It should absolutely be illegal. And it's a disgusting crime. This is going to end dark, isn't it? I'm saying it's unjust because Goff simply can't help himself. (laughs) He's a high school janitor. It's in his DNA. A criminal complaint was. I don't know. You know, you know, R.A. from Spitting Chicklets was a high school janitor for like several years. Why do you think he isn't anymore? Besides him, yeah, he he got too tempted. He got out. It was a moral dilemma. Guys, a criminal complaint was filed after high school, but I think it was a school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A criminal complaint was filed after two female students uh, reported a suspected camera in the locker room, and officials found a cell phone 
taped yeah. to the ins. And officials immediately, without any investigation, arrested the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty close. But they found uh, they found a cell phone taped inside the walls of an unassigned locker. And I think calling it an unassigned locker is wrong because the locker was assigned. It was Jason Goff's locker. Uh, on the oh, phone, investigators yeah. found footage of girls changing, along with a shot of Goff's school ID badge, in addition to selfies of Goff probably making a satisfied face. Wait a second. Uh, how can he had a, how did he have a, a locker dried in there? semen in the locker. Well, he was a janitor, and I'll get to that. So it was an unoccupied locker. I mean, unoccupied oh, to the he, girls. Okay, he found it. Okay. Jason claimed it and used right. it for his own purposes. No, uh, I, get, I get what happened. You get it. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, I want to make this really clear. Asking high school janitors to not set up hidden cameras where students are undressing is like asking 2006 Lindsay Lohan to not blow everyone. It's a disease. Uh, I would have been more concerned if there wasn't evidence of Goff hiding cameras in the girls' locker room. I would have thought something was wrong with him. It's the high school's responsibility to not give Goff uh, or any janitors unsupervised uh, access to the girls' locker room under any circumstances. How would you they do that? Though. Well, <laughs> yeah, they knew this when they hired him, Will. That's my point. And I'm not saying Goff should get off scot-free. I think his punishment should be going back to his job as a high school janitor. Wow. So you just... You just, just took a shit on high school janitors. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, saying they got, I'm, I'm saying I mean, they got a tough job. My feeling is they pro- there's probably probably most of them don't film people undressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to go and with you, Will. But you know why? Ninety 99.9% of them don't have the desire to no, do no, no, this. No, no, they all have the desire. <laughs> they, no, they just no. don't do it because most high schools have the protocol to not right. uh, Disag- allow unsupervised access to the locker rooms. Agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ending the gig. Ending with the no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> only ending here with the only story really could end. with with today a florida couple that were detained in the back of a police car for dui didn't let the back of the cruiser kill their vibe and decided to have sex in the cop car Ooh, yeah nice. i mean awesome at, th- at that point fuck awesome. it do you need any more details i can give you more details I, but do you need any i, I mean, want more details well, but i want to know their age because i you okay. know just kind of i want to know a name that i can possibly google sure a Nassau County deputy arrested 31-year-old Aaron Thomas and 35-year-old Megan Mondanaro on DUI charges. All right. And you may be wondering why both Aaron uh, and Megan were cuffed and arrested for DUI. Mm-hmm. Were they both driving the car? Was it a driver-ed car with two sets of steerings and like pedals? Did they both have a hand on the wheel? Did they, exactly. No, are they, are they, they in shape is what, I'm, is what I'm wondering. Well, they, I, sort of. I want to guess. Was, was Aaron, <laughs> was was Megan on a bicycle being dragged by the car Aaron was driving? You're halfway there. They were both on bicycles. Come on. Ah, uh, so the deputy saw the cruiser. couple riding bikes with no lights in the middle of a busy road at nighttime. And then after they narrowly escaped being hit by a car, he pulled them over. He was like, hey, what the fuck? And then he s- said they reeked of alcohol and bloodshot eyes. So, Well, if you're riding a them, bike in the middle of the night, do you think you're not drunk? I mean, the only right. people who are riding bikes at night are fucking hammered. If you I imagine I imagine that they would have been off scot free. It was the fact that like they're basically getting hit by cars that something had to be done. That's true. So uh, he, the officer said while I was outside of my patrol vehicle, Megan and Aaron took their clothes off and started to have sex. When I opened up the door nice. to stop them, Aaron was naked and Megan had her pants by her ankles. Uh, Why would you stop them though? Like 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 well, like like they, they make you those don't want you don't on your back seat. Yeah, no, they're, they're exactly. hosable. They're pla- they're hard plastic specifically for that. We don't want to have to hose it off. You don't want people banging in your car. I would. Uh, I think cops would love to hose it off because it'd give you an excuse, like ah, I'm gonna. I'm uh, gonna be, no, you way. guys go in this car. I got to hose. No off way. That's like extra paperwork. Why would you want to yeah. do that? So, anyways, Aaron Thomas, while being removed from the vehicle by the deputy, was able to wiggle his naked body free from the grasp of him 
because he probably didn't want to get too close to his boner, and then he took <laughs> off running. Uh, he was later caught behind a cold, st- cold stone creamery and with like his cuffs halfway removed naked. <laughs> let's, let, let's talk about that for a second. I've never run full speed with a boner. I've yeah. I've moved. I've made like a couple football moves with a boner, uh, but never a full speed run. I mean, you yeah, can definitely feel it. You can definitely feel it shifting. You know, like it just slapping around, yeah, yeah, hitting thighs and stomachs. Um, they both recently have spent two months each in jail. One for assaulting a police officer and one for a parole violation. So now they will go back and get to spend some quality time with their friends in jail, which is nice. So yeah, nice. ending on a nice story. Uh, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. <laughs> we love you guys and very much appreciate your support. Please, if you don't already, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and continue to spread the word to people that may not know about Hard Factor. We got a lot of support from you in the past few days, as I guess um, the mention of free stickers really got you all riled up. Mm. And we received about 100 DMs on Twitter and Instagram telling us you love the show and you also love free stickers. So guess what? All of you that DM'd are getting free stickers, and that's cool, but most importantly, have a great fucking day and weekend. Yeah, no, say goodbye. goodbye. Say goodbye. Okay, now get out of here. That's a little rough, right? You're tired of living in your one horse town. You'd like to find a little hole in the ground for a while. So you go to the village in your tie-dye jeans And you stare at the junkies and the closet queens It's like some pornographic magazine And you smile